welcome to Run With It, Canada's running fitness and health program. On this month's episode, I was in conversation with Kristen Marquet, who talks about her passion for running, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's go to the Sports Doctor is In segment. Check this out. Joining me is Dr. Bob Well, known as Dr. Bob, who is a respected sports podiatrist and radio host of the Sports Doctor. He's back on the show for the Sports Doctor is In segment on Run With It. It's live from Chicago and Vancouver. And what a topic, timely topic about tips for running in winter and preventing injuries. Welcome back, Dr. Bob. Always back. Uh, uh, happy to be back with you, Christine, and contribute to some uh, solid education in the world of whether it's sports uh, injuries or sports parenting or coaches or whatever it happens to be. And uh, we want to touch on a couple of important uh, topics uh, today. Uh, again, starting with, you know, running in the winter uh, when we have to think about things like um, uh, warming up properly, uh, not running right out the door and getting involved too early and causing problems. We want to pay attention to dressing properly. Uh, and the, uh, uh, whether we have uh, extra layers, et cetera, uh, making sure we, we've, we've got a head covering, a hat. And most importantly, probably, or as importantly, is traction. Mm-hmm. When we're dealing with uh, snow or ice, then traction's a problem. So we tell people, back off, be careful. Make sure you have proper traction, even if you're uh, adding some type of cleat apparatus up under the ball of the foot uh, with your shoes. We want you to pay attention um, uh, to traction in that regard. Uh, And especially gloves, also very, very important when we're talking about these parts of the body, uh, you know, uh, again, and warming up. Second thing I wanted to touch on. is the uh, points about returning from injury and what's important because uh, a lot of times uh, we see people are in a hurry and they uh, skip a few steps and they end up with something that might be much, much more aggressive, much more chronic because they didn't pay attention. So we want to tell people, get it. If you have an injury, whether it's to the foot and ankle, whether it's your shins, whether it's your knees, whether it's your back, get a diagnosis, get a proper diagnosis, see a physician in order to get a a plan regarding a smart return. I use the term, you know, uh, intelligent rest, which means, again, we don't want to try to push through injuries uh, that oftentimes can be, again, made much more problematic because we're not respecting the rest and recovery where we really, really need Um, uh, to recover. And rehabilitation of some sort is always smart. Again, if you see a physician to get a diagnosis and or a physical therapist, again, to help you with the diagnosis, physical therapist who could help you with exercises to correct, to strengthen, uh, to protect uh, the area that was a problem before, then you have a much, much better chance of this not being that big a deal and being able to recover fast enough, you know, to return, not only running, but we would we'd put on any, any sport uh, in, in uh, but the title of your show is Running With It. So we want to make sure we include it, right, Christine? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, the thing, too, is that 
when you're not feeling well and you are pushing yourself like, oh, okay, I have a, a cold, but you're, you're feeling, you know, not well, but you go out and run, that can kind of risk an injury too, right? Because you're-, you're Not only that, but your resistance is down. If you resist, especially in this day and age with these viruses that are the flu and COVID and all these things uh, being upfront very much in our, our awareness, uh, if you sit, don't do it. Allow your body to recover. <clears throat> no way you should be running if you have any kind of a fever or again, if you have fatigue. And yes, your point that you could be more susceptible to injury if in fact you are tired or fatigued, uh, then again, uh, that could be something that we want to uh, pay attention to. Uh, and again, proper warm up, whether you walk the first five, 10 minutes. I love skipping and going side to side and doing a little bit of jogging in place, uh, something to allow that body to warm up. <clears throat> you could do it inside if you want. You just don't want to jump into the run. So many people still do this cold yeah. without, uh, without warming up. Yes, and then following a proper running program or a program that, you know, your chosen sport, if you will. And then that is really important too, right? Because if we're, if we're, if we're not at that level and we're training at a level that's not good for us, it can really, you know, prevent an injury or, or make us, you know, suffer burnout as well. Overuse is the number one problem in the world of running. It's just either too aggressive, I call it the terrible twos, too much, too soon, too fast, <clears throat> where we end up with just causing problems because of the fact that we're stressing the same areas consistently. You know, decades ago, no runners worked out in the gym, Christine. It was, hey, I'm going to get muscle bound. I'm going to get stiff, you know, and my longtime colleague, uh, the late, great Bob Guider would say, look at these runners. They're all hunched over. We got to strengthen these guys. Now, there's not a serious runner who doesn't take off running training, you know, seriously. Uh, the idea of uh, strengthening areas, feet, ankles, core, low back, uh, even upper extremities uh, in order to be in your best shape to run safely. And that's the, uh, the name of the game. So uh, you want to pay attention to, again, overkill or overuse. You mentioned burnout. That's another big problem where we see, you know, the A1 personality. I've had people who said, uh, I had a famous psychologist uh, and he was an avid, avid runner and he ran 10 years, never missed a day. And you want to know what his specialty was? Uh, addiction. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just was, would not back off when it came to his, his running, he was very, very, very uh, uh, overly uh, aggressive. So uh, we want some moderation and we want to respect the fact, if you're hurting, get it identified, take a little bit of time off till you do get your problem identified so you can have a smart plan. What did we say? Yes, intelligent rest. Yeah. <laughs> Well said, Dr. Bob. And if people want to get a hold of you or, you know, listening on your show, where can they go? Uh, they can go to sportsdoctorradio.com. Uh, we're upgrading the radio shows, but you go back years. Uh, you could probably catch Christine on three or four shows <laughs> over the past few years. 
Uh, and uh, we have thousands of followers. We have a lot of sports medicine information uh, uh, in the uh, article and uh, newspaper side of that website. We're very excited about MVP Sports Parents and the run with it. Great present still today. I want to hold up hashtag Hey Sports Parents, uh, where we talk about uh, trying to prevent problems with our youngsters who might be quite serious uh, in this sports. It's on Amazon. It's a great Christmas present. And I want to wish everybody in your audience and mine, Christine, have a safe holiday. Have a wonderful holiday and uh, no arguments allowed. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'll see you next month in a new year, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. I always look forward to uh, chiming in uh, with you, Christine, and run with it. So, yes, we'll catch you next time. Joining me today is Kristen Marquet. She's the owner and creative director of Marquet Media, LLC. She's also an accomplished author, publicist, and founder of Femme Founder. She's here today to talk about her work as a successful entrepreneur and her passion for running. I am excited to talk to you because I love running. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It really is an honor. Yes. Well, I'd like to know, have you always been a lifelong runner? I have. I started running, wow, uh, cross country and track in seventh and eighth grade. And I ran throughout all high school. I ran when I was in college, but I wasn't on a team. Um, and I really started to get serious about distance running, endurance running, probably, I want to say, maybe about 15 years ago. And, you know, five to six days a week, I try and do endurance runs. Um, living in New York, it's not really conducive to running outside, you know, 12 months a year. So, you know, I run whenever I can and, uh, you know, have a treadmill, but it's still not the same as running outdoors. But it's, I think it's the best form of stress management and anxiety management because as a founder, you know, you have so many irons in the fire, which we can talk about in a minute, but I really do think it's the most therapeutic, organic form of caring for your mental health. It's, it's great. You know, I mean, lifting weights is fine. Yoga is, you know, I'm not really a yoga person. Uh, I, I am definitely more of somebody that needs high intensity and something that's going to make me sweat and make me calm down and focus and just, you know, uh, so it's, yeah, it's, and you can do it anywhere. So that's, that's the thing that I really love. About it. Yeah. So what, um, do you like most about running, you know, for self-care, but is it just after the run when it's over? <laughs> no, no, it's during, you know, I, I even getting to miles five and six, especially at my age, it could be a little daunting on the joints, but there's something, you know, just that just keeps me going. Um, once in a while, I'll have those outlier days where I really just don't feel like it. But once I, you know, the anticipation <laughs> of running um, is over and I'm actually on the road or I'm on the treadmill, you know, it just clears my head. So it's, it, so it's definitely mental health, self-care, but it's also fitness. And it also helps me start my day appropriately. Yes. A good sweat is the way to start the day. <laughs> Yes, you can focus better too. So you say that 
so would you run like really early in the morning then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Usually in between five and six, um, obviously during the winter months, because it doesn't get lighter out here until seven, seven thirty. you know, I might wait until then, or if I have a really busy day, then I'll just hop on my treadmill and I'll run from, you know, five to six or six thirty, whatever, you know, whatever I feel like doing, whatever is conducive for my day. But, but yeah, I try and make it a point to, to get out five to six days a week. That's wonderful. And are you training for anything? No, no. You know, I mean, I've done half marathons, I've done marathons, uh, but I just, you know, that's just what I love to do. You know, I mean, obviously if there was a 10 K in my town, maybe I would do it because the terrain in my town, we actually live in a Valley. So there's so many hills, so it's great exercise, but it's also it could be daunting. <laughs> you know, running like five miles up and down hills. It's, it's a little bit much on the joints, but um, I, I really do enjoy solo running and mm-hmm. I like running in smaller groups, you know, like when I ran the New York City Marathon, I mean, that was just way too many people. That's just not my thing. Yeah. So I mean, do you listen to music or you just, you like just to run and let you know, just take everything in nature and usually just, it's just me, my sneakers, my sweats. And that's it. Once in a while, maybe if I'm on the treadmill, you know, I will listen to music or watch TV, you know, because I have a television down there or I'll read a book, you know, or work on my iPad. But um, generally when I'm outdoors, I like it just to be me and me in the great outdoors. That's wonderful. You know, again, and any tips for those who are, you know, they're watching this and they're thinking, I want to start, but how do I start? You know, we all started from somewhere. Some of us are built to be runners. Some of us are not. Um, And whether you are or you aren't, I would say the first step is to get into a cadence of jogging, even if it's 10 minutes a day. Um, I would do 10, I recommend 10 minute splits, you know, five miles an hour. And then I would recommend a recovery period of five minutes. And then I would recommend another 10 minute interval. Um, so that way you build up your stamina, you build up your breath. So you're not killed over on the side of the road, you know, with stomach cramps and just take it as it comes. Um, but if you're somebody that hates running, I don't really think there's any way for you to love it. Like, I just don't, you know, I think some people love it or they don't mind doing it, but the people that hate it, they need to find another activity. Yes. You know, just find that activity that you enjoy most to keep with it. And, and yours is running. Now you are such a busy, you know, entrepreneur, you wear many hats talking about nutrition, you know, probably fueling your body for running, but also for what you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So tell us about your nutrition. Yeah. So, you know, once in a while I have those binge days where I, (laughs) we'll just eat, you know, tortilla chips and guacamole and, you know, eat all these things that um, are good to have in small portions. But, you know, I do have my days where I'm just, you know, I just want to eat and eat, but I generally try and eat usually egg whites for breakfast and um, gluten-free bread. And then lunch is usually roast turkey or salad. And then dinner is you know, it could be grilled chicken milanese, it could be a salad, it could be just really focusing on lean protein with a lot of vegetables. Um, but if I do have a race or if I am going to do an endurance run, 
then the night before, you know, I'll have mm. probably like two cups of rice. You know, you're not supposed to, but whatever. <laughs> Makes me happy. <laughs> so you have those cheat days too, like, you know, a small little bowl, little bowl of chips and not chocolate bar, maybe dark chocolate. But it's, it's also, you know, probably fueling your body for, you know, you've been in business for over 14 years as a successful entrepreneur, you're a runner, lifelong runner, but hydration too. You want to keep hydrated at your desk and, you know, before your runs. And so tell us how much water do you drink? (laughs) A lot. You know, I mean, I am, you know, I'm thirsty all the time. So I think I probably have. I don't know, 10, 16 ounce bottles of water a day, maybe more. Uh, I couldn't function without having a bottle of water, like at least every two hours, just because like I said, I'm that person that gets dehydrated very easily. And especially when I'm running, you know, so I like to try and drink Gatorade before and after or water before and after, um, especially for the longer endurance runs. But I would say when I'm not running, you know, during the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot, probably over a hundred ounces a day. That's, that's <laughs> great. You know, keeping, cause it's, it's just giving you that overall health. Right. And so tell us about your many roles. I mean, you have your own publicist, uh, publicity company, I should say you are a accomplished writer. You have the founder femme founder. Um, uh, you, you know, you have amazing clients you write for high profile magazine. So take us through. I mean, yeah. So I, back in 2007, I had worked for a consulting company for three years. And then during the financial crisis, I had lost my job. And at that point I said, am I going to get a job or am I going to start a business? I had also been freelancing on the side, freelance writing and freelance PR. So I decided to take the leap of faith took my freelance role, started a full service agency. And I also went back to school to get another graduate degree, um, <laughs> which, which has been great. It's been amazing. Um, but yeah, I would say over the last 15 years, you know, I went from freelancer with like five clients to full service agency with 30 clients, you know, I have a small team of four of us, which is fantastic. It's so much fun. Um, but the thing is, you know, we're, we're all remotely, all along the East coast. So very seldom were we able to get into meet in person, but we, you know, we try and do what we can. Um, and in 2017, I started Femme Founder as an offshoot at, from Marquet Media because I had so many potential clients that wanted to get PR, but they couldn't afford to hire a PR firm. Cause let's admit it. Most PR firms, even for a scrappy one, it's going to cost you to start at 3,500 a month. Um, and this is us. <laughs> so $3,500 a month, USD, like at a minimum. So that's one thing, um, you know, and it started off as a blog that had like five readers. Um, and over the last five and a half years, it's evolved into a full service media company with courses, um, products. You know, we interview a lot of high profile female entrepreneurs. Christine, you're going to be on there pretty soon, which is very exciting. <laughs> and um, now we, we get like millions of readers a month, have hundreds of thousands of email subscribers on that list. And it's, and it's done, been primarily done 
through word of mouth and organic SEO, um, content marketing, you know, and some interviews actually go viral, which is great. So uh, the interviewee will end up sharing it with their network and I'll just keep on growing from there and there. And that's how it's manifested into this full service company. And it actually accounts for half my revenue, actually more than that. It's like 40% of my, uh, 60% of my revenue, excuse me. Oh, I mean, that is just amazing. Now I want to know, what about some career highlights? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, I have many, but I would say my biggest is going from freelancer to full service agency within three months and growing to be one of the fastest boutique firms in Manhattan. Uh, I would say yeah, that was in 2009, somewhere around there. And then in conjunction with that, or I would say more to piggyback off of that, I would say figuring out and niching down and only focusing on working with female founders. We only have one male founder on our roster, but it took a lot of testing and a lot of growing pains to figure out who our target audience is, who we could help as a team and deliver the most value. So, you know, they say niches or riches are in the niches. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That is wonderful. I mean, I love the title, like the name. I love what you do. It's inspiring is to help others too, you know? And so like becoming what you're doing, like, um, so you cover like, you know, you, I mean, your focuses of your interviews is like fashion, fitness, health, business. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. But I would say 80% of the interviews beats would be business and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and female entrepreneurship. Thanks for watching. If you have a question or comment about today's program, go to our website, which is runwithit.ca. Until next time, run with it. Run with it is sponsored by the Rio Theater, Mallory's Fashion Network, CJMQ Radio, Craft Hair Academy, and the Vancouver Sun Run presented by Kyle Tyre.